Welcome back to He Leadeth Me, a spiritual formation podcast for focused staff, students, and friends. I'm Jessica, and today I am once again joined by our focused national chaplain, Father John Ignatius. Great to have you here, Father John Ignatius. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, so today, I want to return to a topic that you mentioned when in our last episode, you were giving missionaries advice for spiritual practices for the upcoming year. And one of those practices was the examine prayer. Now, I remember hearing once that St. Ignatius of Loyola said that if there's any prayer you should not neglect in a day, it's the examine prayer. That's a really bold statement. Like out of all the prayers that you pray, don't skip this one. So why did St. Ignatius think that the examine prayer was so important? Yeah, that is a great question. And it is true. It is said that uh, when he would uh, uh, talk or, or write to the formators or, or rectors of colleges, he would say that uh, if uh, the students were very busy, they can shorten their holy hour, let us call it that way, uh, but never, ever neglect the examination of conscience or the examine because he gave to it so much importance. And you can see that in the, in the exercises. This examine prayer comes uh, actually from the book of the spiritual exercises. Uh, it is at the very beginning. I think that Ignatius, uh, from his own experience of knowing himself and, and experiencing what God was doing in his soul, uh, he discovered this method of, of prayer. I wouldn't say a method of prayer. It's more than a method. It's, it's an attitude. It's a way in which you approach the Lord in, in your prayer. Uh, but it's a way in which you experience the work of God in your soul, in which you, mm. you, you see how God is present in your life and how he loves us, how he loves you, and how, how we respond to that love. I think that is why Ignatius gave, gave so much importance, because it is the awareness of God's work, but also the awareness of how we respond to his work. And if there's anything that needed to be corrected, he would say, well, you had to make, he says, to resolve a man, to say, well, I want to be better next time. So it's, uh, it's very profound and very practical at the same time. And that's just such an exciting thought. Like when I pray this prayer, I will become more aware of God's workings in my life. But I think that plenty of our missionaries and certainly students and any parishioners might be very unfamiliar with this prayer. Uh, so can you take us through how to pray this prayer? Sure. You know, again, it's a beautiful prayer and it's way more than what we usually call an examination of conscience. Uh, I think that in a certain way, the examine includes an examination and we will see how and why, but uh, it's, it's way more profound. As I said, Ignatius says that it's, it's a prayer that, you know, you, you have to dedicate 10, 15 minutes to it uh, that uh, goes through your day. And that is why we, we focus on the on God's action. So Ignatius speaks about five steps. Uh, it, it's in the exercises, actually, he explains them. It's number 43 uh, of the exercises, those who are familiar with the book. And, and it's, again, it's a prayer in which we see God in our life. So the first point, the first step, if you want, we can call it a, a, a step of gratitude because we have to see how many gifts the Lord has given us throughout the day. So Ignatius says, you're going to pray the examine two times a day, uh, at midday and in the evening, 
And then when you examine your life, you will see how God worked in your life from the beginning of the day until the exam time. And if it is in the evening, from the last exam to that time. So, and we have to do that with uh, a spirit of gratitude to see how God works in my life and how many uh, gifts uh, he has given me and how much love he has poured uh, on me. So that is the first step, gratitude. So that is how you start. Of course, before that, you put yourself in the presence of God. I omitted saying that. So it's a prayer. So you come down, you put yourself in the presence of God, uh, and then you, you start with that gratitude. The second step is the step in we are going to ask God for light, for, for strength, for, you know, courage to make this examine well. So we can say that is, uh, for the Gallagher says, is uh, the step of petition. We're going to ask God to help us make the examine well. Remember that in spiritual life, everything comes from God. Everything is a grace. So we ask God for the grace to know myself. And it, it completely nature says, because this belongs to uh, the very beginning of the exercises to the first week, to know my sins so that I can get rid of them. So we see the, the good things that God gives us. And at the same time, we see how sometimes we fail in, in the way we respond. But also it's good to see the good things that we do to praise God for them. Because if there's anything good in us, usually uh, when we see that, it's because God has given us a specific grace for that. So first step, gratitude. Second step, let us say petition, to ask for the grace to know ourselves well. The third step is the quote-unquote examine uh, because it's a review in which we go through our day. We are going to ask ourselves uh, what Jesus did for us, what the Father did for us, and then how we responded. So this is what we would call actually the, the part of the examination of conscience. Uh, Ignatius, when he focuses on this, will say, well, I will examine uh, the way uh, I behaved during the day, my, my thoughts, my words, my actions, and I will see uh, if they were according to God's will, to God's uh, rules, to God's law. And I will go step by step, hour by hour, looking at everything I, I thought of, I did, I, did I, I, I said, and I will look for the ways in which I responded well to the love of God and those in which I didn't respond well. Uh, my my failures or my weaknesses during the day. So that is a, the, the the longest, if you want, step because it takes some minutes, you know, to go through the entire day or half of a day. Then Ignatius says uh, the fourth point will be to ask God for forgiveness. Uh, it's the fourth step. The fourth step. Uh, ask God to forgive our sins uh, in a in a, in a very uh, open way, in a very vulnerable way. It, it's even though we are asking for forgiveness. The, the foundation of that is the trust in divine mercy. We know that God wants us to be saints. We know that God wants our growth in spiritual life. And we also know that God knows that we're going to fail. Uh, we know that God expects us to fail. And that is why we ask for forgiveness. But in this spirit of trust, it's not for us to say, oh, how bad I've been or whatever. It's like, yeah, I failed. Uh, I made a mistake. Jesus, you're my friend. You're my brother. Father, please forgive me. Uh, and that is the step in which we, we trust in, in, in the healing power of the Lord. It is not just to get ourselves kind of entangled in our sins, uh, because there's a, there's a fifth step, uh, which is 
Father Gallagher calls it a renewal, uh, is when I resolve to amend, to change, to do better, always with the grace of God, as Ignatius says. So I will think about the future. I will look into the future. How am I going to behave tomorrow? How am I going to behave in this particular aspect of my life from now on? So I, I resolve to try to be better. And of course, I ask God for his grace so that I can do so. So there are five steps, as you see, that take their time. But in the end, you are aware of the work of God in your life. You are aware of your response. And you see that the good response is always because of a grace that God has given us. And the bad response is because we are weak, because of original sin, because of our sinfulness. And then you go to God with trust and love, asking for his mercy. But also you tell him that you will do everything you can to be better. So we ask God for forgiveness. We ask for his grace. But also we tell him, well, I'll do my best. I know that I might fall again, but I'll do my best. And I will try to put up together, you know, a kind of a plan so that I don't fall into the sin, into this imperfection again. And, and that is what we call the examine. So it takes, you know, between 10, 15 minutes. And then you have a, a conclusion of the prayer in which, again, you give thanks to God for this time that you spend with him and for the, for the lights that he uh, gave us, you know, during this time of, of self-examination, self-awareness, and also the awareness of his love and work in us. Um, I started praying the examine prayer, I don't remember how many years ago, but it was just such a profound thing for me to stop either in the middle of the day or at the end of the day and begin to think, uh, what has God done in my day? What do I have to be grateful for? Uh, and also where I need to ask for forgiveness. But I began to recognize, at least in my own life, that it was so much easier for me to begin to think immediately just about, okay, what are all the things that I did wrong and to miss all the things that I have to be grateful for. And so I think the examine prayer for me personally helped me to recognize more God's action in my day. Now, you've been a priest with Miles Christi for, I believe, 20 years. And so you've been praying this prayer um, every day. What's your experience with this prayer? Did you take to it right away or did you kind of struggle with it? Uh, well, I've been a priest for 20 years, but I've been a religious for 30. So uh, a little more. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would be honest. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight. So I want to say this to the missionaries, our friends who are listening. Uh, don't expect that you will pick it up immediately. It takes some time. It takes practice. But God always gives his grace. And, and sometimes you will miss out. You know, I mean, you will forget forget or whatever. But uh, the important thing is to see the, the, the beauty of this prayer. Uh, as you said, it, 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 it's transformative. Uh, I think uh, in my own experience, I would say that, you know, it helped me uh, know myself better. And it helped me to see how God loves me. and. If you want a very practical thing that the examine helped me with is not to be so hard on myself. Uh, you know, Interesting. Uh, sometimes we are very hard on ourselves because we have this ideal of perfection that we many times create. And many times the idea of perfection, which is, I mean, we, we need to have the ideal of becoming perfect, but sometimes we create an ideal that is not doable, at least for now. So the examine helps you see, well, I'm not perfect, but God is happy. And he's happy when I realize that I'm weak and I'm trying to be better. So because it is not just, as you well said, to make a list of our sins uh, in, in a preparation for our next confession is way more than that. 
So when you see how much God loves you and how sometimes you are weak, you continue to see God's love. So if God forgives me, if God loves me so much, if God continues to give me another opportunity, why should I be so hard on myself? So I think that that was one of the best uh, outcomes of the exam uh, in my own life. But honestly, it took me years to get there. <laughs> it didn't happen immediately. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's such a beautiful, uh, a beautiful prayer. And also there are other things that we can include there and we can talk about this on another episode. For example, what Ignatius calls the particular examination of conscience. Because in the exam, you are going through your entire day, but Ignatius says also it's very useful to, to focus on a main defect or imperfection that you may have uh, to work on it and so that we can rid, get rid of it. So that is another thing that we can talk another day. But the exam is transformative, uh, really. Oh, that's, that's so insightful that it actually helped you to not be hard on yourself. Because I know that's something that a lot of people struggle with. And at first, uh, thinking about telling them to examine uh, once a day or twice a day, you'd think, oh, that'll just exacerbate things. And yet it sounds like this prayer can actually be a remedy for perfectionism. Just seeing, oh, I'm weak. And yet God gives me a second chance and a third and a fourth. Absolutely. You know, uh, perfection is not a precondition for us to have a relationship with the Lord. In any case, it may be a consequence if you want, but uh, if the Lord knows that we are not perfect. Uh, and I always like to say that uh, he, he expects our imperfection. He expects even our sins, which sounds kind of crazy, but imagine this, think about this. Uh, Jesus instituted seven sacraments, only seven. And one is the sacrament of reconciliation. Why did he institute this sacrament? Why did he create a way in which we can go and ask for his forgiveness and receive his mercy? Because he knew already that we were going to sin. So if we understand that the Lord knows that and he counts on our imperfection and he gives us his grace so that we can become better, you don't freak out about not being perfect yet. Because again, perfection is not a condition for us to have that relationship. We will grow in that perfection if we persevere in that relationship with Jesus. That's a great point. You know, I never thought about that with the seven sacraments. Uh, wow, that's a really good point. God knows us. He knows our weakness and he expects it. And he's there to always lift us up like a father. Now, I know that you are a spiritual director. You've done this uh, for a number of years with a lot of different souls. And so I imagine that you have counseled them to pray this prayer. What are some of the difficulties that people bring to you with praying the examined prayer? And what do you recommend to them? Yeah, that is a great question. So I, I, I think uh, of two main pitfalls, if you want. Uh, one is, as I said, it doesn't happen overnight. So prayer is a habit. A habit is a quality that becomes engraved in, in our nature, in the way we are. But a habit, you acquire a habit uh, with repetition. So sometimes we have the expectation that, well, I will pray the exam for a couple of days and then it will be so easy. It is not easy. So <laughs> you have to create the habit. Eventually, it will become part of your nature. It will become part of your day. So you will not even think about it. It will happen. But at the beginning, it's a habit that you have to acquire. Like if you want to play the piano or learn a language, at the beginning, it's not that easy. And then you, in a language, you become fluent. But you don't become fluent after a couple of lessons. Uh, it takes years. 
with an instrument or something like that. So the same happens with prayer and with this particular prayer in which the Lord wants our perseverance. So uh, I would say that the first pitfall is to give up early, to say, oh, no, this is too much for me. I will never get to that point. Yes, you will, because God is your ally. He, he's there for you and with you. So he's giving you his grace so that if you persevere and you, you create a dispositions for you to, to, to have this habit, then he will give you the grace. So that is the first thing, to persevere even when it seems that nothing is happening. Even when you don't see any fruit, fruit is happening because it is impossible that you spend time with Jesus and you examine your, yourself and nothing happens. Maybe you don't see the progress immediately, but it is happening. So that is uh, the first thing I want to share with our missionaries and friends, just persevere. And the next thing is make sure that you follow the five steps that Ignatius says. Sometimes, well, okay, I'm in gratitude. I, I know that Jesus is, knows that I'm grateful. I just move on. No, don't move on. Just take your time, be grateful, ask for the grace, and then examine your, your conscience. And then make sure that you feel sorrow for your sins and you ask God for his forgiveness. And then you make this resolve to amend yourself in the future. Just make sure that you take every single step seriously because otherwise, and this is a pitfall, uh, the exam becomes just an examination and people want to finish quickly and they want to prepare their confession. So they just go through a list of sins, which by the way, uh, because of the way we are, you will notice that every week are the same sins for confession. So you can take a photocopy of your previous confession and you're just bringing it to the priest. So uh, the exam is way more than that. So never get discouraged when you see repetitions of sins or imperfections. That is our nature. So welcome to planet Earth. That is how we are. And we need to embrace our human nature the way we are and trust in the fact that God blesses every effort of ours. So don't give up and just make sure that you take every single step that Ignatius points out in the exercises, particularly in this exam. That's very insightful. And I think it's so tempting sometimes for people to think, well, you know, I'm, I've had a really good day. I'm just going to stay in gratitude. Or, you know, they might have had a fight with somebody or they know automatically, even before they start praying, things that they could have done better throughout the day. Um, and yet it's not a checklist. It's bringing those things to the Lord and letting him provide his insight. And especially what you said about actually letting yourself feel sorrow for them, because you can kind of recall pretty easily your public faults, at least. And yet even if you can't conjure up big feelings of sorrow, taking that minute to express sorrow to the Lord is a huge step forward in your relationship with him, deepening that relationship. Yeah, you are absolutely right. You know, let us remember uh, where, the, where Ignatius uh, suggests this exam, which is in the context of the spiritual exercises at the very beginning. So for those who are familiar with the exercises, the first week of the spiritual exercises is a week of purification in which we, uh, we realize who we are and how we responded to God's love, and that is with our sins. And then, of course, we experience his mercy. But the main goal of the first week of the exercises is first to acknowledge our sins so that we can experience sorrow. And that is the grace that Ignatius insists on in every single meditation and contemplation of the first week to say, ask God for the grace 
of feeling sorrow for your sins, feeling confusion, feeling shame, he says. In, in one meditation, he says, ask God to give you tears for your sins so that we understand what it means to offend God. Sometimes we look at our sins from our perspective. Well, it wasn't a mortal sin. Well, but did it offend God? Yes. Well, you should feel sorry for that because you offended God. So Ignatius is very explicit so that afterwards, when we understand how bad sin is, we enjoy God's mercy way more. Because we see, well, this is how God loves me, that he just forgives everything and purifies me. So the examine is in this context, so that we know who we are and we experience more closely the, the love, the mercy of God. And we that's who he is, actually. Oh, that's so true. I think for me, one of the biggest difficulties that I had with first praying the examine was such a human thing in that I would think, I need to review my entire day. And so I'm going to wait until I go to bed and then something would happen where it'd be really late and I would go to bed late and I would think, ah, you know, it's way too late for me to pray this prayer or I'll pray it in bed or something like that. And I would just miss it. And so I think that part of it is just being disciplined and cultivating that habit. This is a 15 minute prayer. That's not very long, but I am going to be disciplined and I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to wait before I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, that is great advice. Moreover, I will add another, another word. Be disciplined and be realistic. Yes. Uh, you know, our spiritual life has to be realistic. So when we make resolutions, we have to think, well, I'm, I will be able to keep the resolution. So if I know that usually by the end of my day, I am exhausted, well, don't wait until the end, as you were saying, Jess. I mean, you can do it before dinner, whatever. I mean, as long as you do it and you review your life, and then you will review your life from the previous exam to, to the current one. But uh, just be realistic. So the, our spiritual life should, should adapt, adapt to the way we are, the kind of life we are living. So that is very important because uh, sometimes we have this ideal spiritual life that we cannot put into practice because our life is different. So uh, we have to be flexible or as we say in focus, we have to be liquid enough so that our spiritual life adapts to the reality we are living. And that can change over, over the years, but uh, it's important to make sure that we, we just get into the habit of this prayer. Well, Father, I feel like we could talk about this prayer for so much longer. Uh, it's such a rich prayer, and I sincerely hope that everybody listening begins to put it into practice every day. But uh, because I want to be respectful of your time, I just want to ask you one more question. Do you have any final thoughts that you would want to offer our listeners about this prayer? Yes, I want to repeat what I said. It's really transformative. So uh, I think we have to have faith uh, in, in this prayer, uh, in the experience of St. Ignatius, who is the one who uh, just gave it to us. And again, persevere. Uh, you will see the transformation. Now, spiritual transformation takes time. It's like, you know, when you look at yourself uh, in the mirror, you don't see how you are aging every day. But when you look at yourself uh, a few months or years before, you say, oh, I have more gray hair or whatever that means. You know, well, the same happens in spiritual life. Uh, you don't see the progress day after day. You will not see immediately the fruit of this prayer. But I can assure you, not me, just experience, the church, uh, the saints can assure you that, you know, this prayer will transform your spiritual life and, and eventually make you more like Jesus because that is what we are looking for. 
Yeah. So to everybody who is listening, Father John Ignatius and I are challenging you, pray the exam and prayer every day. And if you persevere in it, you will see the fruit in your lives. Father John Ignatius, could you give us a blessing? Of course. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity that you gave us uh, to meet in your name. Uh, and I ask you to bless each one of us, all our listeners, all those who are striving for this perfection that you have invited us to. I ask you to bless all those who will embark in, on this journey of making the exam every day, transform their hearts, transform their souls, make them more like your son, Jesus Christ, and make them holy, bring them to the highest holiness they have attained, they can attain that you have planned from all eternity for each one of us, that we may always seek your most holy will and give you the greater glory we can give you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.